0: Hey, boo, it's Monday. Welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. It's a new week, which means you should have some new goals and ready to slay the week ahead. Wishing you a great day today and a beautiful week and just hoping that you're out there feeling good and no one is messing with you today. And if you didn't feel the love from someone else today, know that I am sending you all the love that you need and all of my good vibes. Okay, so I have a story to tell you, and I, I won't be long this week, but I have a story to tell you, and I hope that you listen with an open heart and open mind, um, but there is uh, a few things that are very distinct that happen in this story um, that are that are mind-blowing to me, but uh, a true testament to the fact that whatever you put in, you will get right back. And I don't just mean in the work that you're doing or putting, uh, the work into your craft or your job or whatever. Um, that's 100% true. Whatever work you put in, you'll absolutely get it out. We all know that, but I'm talking about going above and beyond the regular day to day work. I'm talking about giving to other people, whether that be time, money, um, you know, feelings, emotions, whatever, pouring yourself into someone else that may not necessarily be able to return the favor. So some time ago, I had just started my job and really wasn't making any real money yet. This is before I moved to LA. I was back in Chicago, just graduated um, from school. Um, And it was the night before Easter Sunday. I really wanted to cook a good dinner for after church. So, um, and by good dinner, I mean like chicken, chicken, macaroni and cheese, greens, yams, y'all know the whole ordeal. So my mom and I stopped at a grocery store near my house and it's our usual grocery store. She, she just decides she wants to stay in the car and let me go in and grab a few things and come back out. So I'm in the store And I'm trying to put together a meal that we could have that didn't break the bank, but was still delicious. Um, I had probably $60 to spend and that was about it. So I pull my cart down this one aisle and there is this woman in the middle of the aisle and she's sobbing, you guys. I mean, full on snot. Uh, She looks like she's in panic she has tears streaming down her face and she only has a few things in her cart and she is freaking out. So naturally, I look at her, we make eye contact. First I look at her like is she crazy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I'm like, "What's wrong with her?" So we we make eye contact and I just ask if she's okay. She then begins to tell me that she didn't bring her wallet and she has her kids at home and they're just trying to get something to eat for dinner. So I'm like, oh, it's okay. You know, like, don't worry about it. I'm sure you can go home and like grab your wallet and come back. Like, you'll be okay. And then she tells me that she has no car. Uh, She took two buses to get here and won't be back in time before the store closes. And it was like 8 p.m. at this point. So in my heart, Uh, My first instinct was to pay for her groceries. Even though I barely had enough money to cover for what I wanted, I felt that this woman and her kids needed to eat. And this amazing dinner that I wanted, this chicken and macaroni and cheese and greens and all this stuff, didn't need to be so amazing. And I could cut down what I was getting to help her. So I offered to buy her groceries If she kept it under, you know, a decent amount because I still needed to get my food and she she instantly perked up. Um, I took some things out of my cart and, you know, she ended up putting a couple more things in her cart and we made our way to the cashier. She got her stuff. I got mine, and all was good in the hood. I'm walking out. My mom is parked in front of the grocery store, but she can still kind of see the cashier section. She's like watching. Um, And mom is waiting in the car at the door. And as soon as I get in the car, she's like, who is that woman you was talking to at the cashier? And I told her the whole story. And she was like, oh, but her face was just like, "Mm, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, that was really nice of you, but there's something about that woman and I can just feel it. So we shrug it off, you know, we pull off and start heading home. We end up grabbing food, which was a bit further past the grocery store. So after we got food, we still had to pass the grocery store coming back to get home. No lie, we're at a red light. We see this woman standing outside with this man laughing and putting her groceries into his car, wipe her face, grab her cart and go back into the grocery store. I have been scammed, y'all. Now, I don't know about y'all or if y'all have ever been scammed, but when someone scams you out of some money, especially money you really didn't even have, it is not a good feeling. So I'm pissed, right? I'm hot. I'm like, ma, turn the car back around. Let's go back in the store. I'm ready to give this woman a piece of my mind. And she keeps driving. She's like, relax. What made you pay for her groceries? And I said, I felt like it was the right thing to do. And she said, well, if it was from your heart and you did what was on your heart to do, that's all you really can do. Unfortunately, we don't know what people really are in need of. You know, we don't really know when people really do need help or really do need assistance. We can only do what's on our heart, follow our instinct and move on. So I'm still mad. Like, I hear you, mom, but I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm pissed. Um, You know, I'm the type of person, if I'm mad, I get a little teary-eyed and I cry a little bit. And mom starts to laugh at me on the way home. And I'm still upset that, one, I got scammed. And, two, we won't have this amazing, great dinner I thought we were going to have. You know, because I'm thinking about the food. (laughs) So the next day is Easter Sunday. We go to church. Great day, still kind of pissy that this lady scammed me out of my little money. We're driving home to cook some spaghetti and, you know, I wanted fried chicken greens and macaroni and cheese and all that stuff. When my mom's phone rings, it's my aunt who is from out of town and she's at my grandma's house and needs us to stop by. Um, She didn't say why. She just said she was only in town for that one day and if we could stop by, that would be great because she needed to talk to me. Okay, so we get there and I had a few other relatives over there that ended up making fried chicken, macaroni and cheese and greens. Everything was all right back in my mind. You know, I'm no longer in a rut. I'm happy again. I'm not pissed off. You know, everything's good. But then after dinner, everyone quiets down. My aunt stands up and starts talking about how proud she is of me and how they never got me a graduation gift from college. Keep in mind, I graduated over a year prior to this happening, but they never got me a graduation gift and they'd like to present me with one now. They had me stand up, her and my uncle give me an envelope and there was a check in there. And when I say I almost fell over, the check wasn't for $60. It wasn't for $120. It wasn't for $180. It was over a grand. They wanted to give me the down payment for a new car. Now... Before I start shouting, <laughs> no less than 24 hours prior, I had given my last to a woman that scammed me at a grocery store. But y'all, no more than 24 hours later, I had been blessed tenfold and was holding a $1,000 check in my hand. Now, I don't know what y'all believe in. I can only share about my beliefs in God and what God has done for me personally, and I fully fully respect your beliefs and hoping that whatever you believe in cultivates the faith that you need. But I believe in God. And when I say trusting in God is no joke, y'all, it's not just this time that I've experienced something like this, but man, have have I seen some things that have shown me that there is something way bigger than us in this world. And so after the tears and the thank yous and the hugs and the just pure disbelief, I sit back down next to my mom and she leans over and she whispers, give and it will come back to you. So, okay, y'all don't believe me, right? let me tell you another story. Fast forward to a few months ago. I had just paid all of my bills, and in LA, after you pay all your bills, it's a little tight until the, until the next check comes. So, you know, it was around my birthday, and my mom was sending me a gift card with some money on it so that I could go to Target and just grab some like extra things that I wanted for around my house. Um, and that was my birthday gift from her. For some reason... Right around my birthday, all the packages and mail that I was receiving was being opened and taken before it even got to me. I shipped the last of my things from Chicago to LA over the Christmas holiday, but by the time it got to me, the box was almost empty. Mail that I was getting was opened. Birthday cards I was getting opened. And of course, the gift card mom sent me with some extra cash on it was open and gone by the time it arrived to me. I'm headed to church that thursday. Um, it was wednesday. I go to church the next day and we're, we're walking about to walk in and there is this homeless man on the corner. He keeps saying that all he wants to do is eat. That's it. He just wants a meal. I have $10 in my pocket that I was planning on giving, um, as an offering to church, but this man is begging on the corner, every person just to buy him something to eat. So in my heart, I felt like I had it, so give it to him. I would like to go out you know, to eat too after church or you know, give $5 in church and grab a quick bite on the way home, but I also have food at home. So I reached in my purse, gave him the $10, and walked away. Never saw him again. Two days later, I get a letter in the mail. This is the only piece of mail that is not open, not touched. Everything else has been tampered with. I sit it on the table. I call my mom, frustrated again that USPS is tampering with my mail and we're going through all the steps at reporting it. But those things obviously take time. So I'm I'm just frustrated at this point. We get off the phone. I pick up the one envelope that hasn't been opened. It ended up being a letter from an old bank I used to use when I first started college. They wanted to let me know that they were wrongfully charging me back in the day overdraft fees during the four years I was at school. So here was a check for all the fees they wrongfully charged me for. There was a check attached to this letter for triple the amount that had been previously taken away from me. When I say it happens just like that, y'all, it happens just like that. We are often sitting there trying to figure it out when God has already already worked it out. And sometimes all we need to do is just follow our hearts and do the right thing. Give, and it will come right back to us. Be a blessing to someone else and watch the blessings come right back to you. Some people are out here legit walking around mad at the world, wondering why things aren't happening for them, wondering why everyone else keeps getting blessed. And God is like, oh, I got your blessing. But can you get from a place where you don't have? Can you not just show up for yourself, but show up for someone else, regardless of if you think that they deserve it or not? And I'm not trying to get preachy, I promise, but y'all, we can be the ones holding up our own blessings. And I'm not just talking about, oh, you know, I got blessed with a car or, oh, I got a new house. No, I mean... God blessed me and covered all my needs this month. God made sure I still have a roof over my head this month. God made a way for me when I didn't think that there was one. Y'all feel me? When you give and pour into others and do what's right, you cannot lose. Yeah, you may not have it, You may not have the time, you may not have the money, you may not have the resources, but when you give from the heart and follow that instinct, it truly comes right back. Instead of always focusing on what we don't have, think about what someone else might not have. There is always someone else out there that is going through something tougher than you. And we can't reach out and grab our blessings when our hands are closed and stuffed inside of our own pockets. Sometimes giving to someone else doesn't have to be monetary. It could be the girl at work that keeps pissing you off and all you want to do is duck her in the eye once or twice. Sometimes it could just be a hello. How are you today? And meaning it from a good place. I know that's hard because (laughs) I've had a few in my day, a few girls in my day that I wanted to clock in the face, trust me. But y'all, the people that we don't like and get on our nerves could be battling something that we have no idea that they're battling. And sometimes all we need to do is just keep extending them some grace. You don't have to be friends with them, no. But keep sending out love. Keep sending out respect. Even though they may not respect you, keep giving from that place. And I know, like I know, like I know, it will come back to you. Again, I'm not trying to disrespect you or your beliefs. I can only share with you my testimony and what God has done for me. But be generous, boo. Be kind. Be a nice person, even if people are not being nice to you. If you are looking for something and you haven't received it yet, try giving it to someone else first. Looking for more people to be kind and thoughtful towards you, be kind and thoughtful towards other people. Want people to show up for you and celebrate you, start showing up more for them and celebrating them. This was really just a way to tap in today and let you know that it is a blessing to be a blessing, boo. And y'all know your girl can quote a good scripture if she needs to. And I will leave you with this today. Luke 638 says, give and it will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and runneth over. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you.